It's uh, Thursday night, it's podcast number 86, and uh, I've had some grief with the website and the live stream and stuff, so I have no idea if it's working. Oh, it is! Hooray for Foxes says it's working, so that's great. Um, when I was uh, doing the playlist, I thought, I was tra- kept trying to come up with some sort of introduction based on the title of the first track that I'm going to play, but everything that I could come up with sounded ridiculously cheesy. So I'm, I'm going to forgo all of that and just tell you, this is Luscious Jackson, and are you ready? Jackson, are you ready? I needed something that was going to wake me up for the podcast, but as 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 normal with the podcast, I am absolutely shattered ever since the start of the year because of little Edinburgh Man Junior. He's cheekily been keeping me awake. Actually, it's not really because of that. It's because yesterday, for work related purposes, I had to go down to London, and uh, there is a. You can either get the plane down, I guess, from Edinburgh, or you could get the train. There is a train at 5.40am, which is a rather terrifying time of the morning. But it does get in, it only takes four hours, because it only stops in uh, one place, somewhere in Geordie land, and then uh, gets you down for sort of 20 to 10. So it's, it's actually not too bad. Um, but uh, yeah, coupled with the fact that I didn't get much sleep the night before, I was a little bit worn out. So I've, I've 
I've almost recovered. But like I say, I thought I needed something to wake myself up. Nothing has given me more thrills over, I guess, last year on the old interwebs uh, than it was a tweet from Rush's Jackson to say they were recording some more music. Some of my favourite, two of my favourite albums from the 1990s are two Luscious Jackson albums, In Search of Manny. I'm not sure, is that really an album? Or is it an EP? Uh, and Natural Ingredients, both of which uh, the vinyls have been played to absolute death um, because they are wonderful. Uh, and that sounds great. It just sounds like they've never been away, um, apart from the fact we're all a little bit older. Uh, but it sounds exactly like Luscious Jackson did way back in 1990, or whenever it was. It wasn't 1990, it wasn't that long ago, was it? It was uh, 1993, he says, quickly checking on the old Wikipedia, and they were always, used to be on uh, the Beastie Boys Grand Royale label, but now they're kind of doing it through, not Kickstarter, what's the other one for music? Pledge Music. Uh, they've raised over 150% of the money that they need to record their album. So either that, I guess that means they're going to do 50% more, or maybe they're going to make it 50% as good. I can't imagine it could be any better than that. I really, really enjoyed Rush's Jackson. And I thought last week, it was, what did we say last week was, a whole podcast of... Uh, of, what was that? I, I tend to I, I enjoy making up genres for the podcast. I think we decided that last week's was prog folk. Um, yeah, so this week's is very much not prog folk. I tend to do that as well. Loads of people actually emailed me and tweeted me and stuff last week to say that they really enjoyed the playlist for last week's podcast. Uh, yeah, this week's is kind of entirely different, really. Probably. And on the Twitter, people are saying that it's working. Uh, yeah, Grapey says the sound, and Danny Harrison says uh, we have sound, and it is good which is great. So I'm a little bit shattered, so I don't know how many, how much chat I'm going to do between the tracks. I do have the requisite number of tracks. There's eight tracks in the podcast. It's normally about 45 minutes long. Whether we get that, I have no idea. I'm going to play some more music, um, like I say, and maybe a bit less chat, but I will tell you some amusing anecdotes regarding that train journey, because there is something funny that happened. Anyway, um, some weird noise upstairs. Somebody just dropped something. This is the Suns, or Suns, and if I hear you talk, sorry, if I hear you talk apostrophes, dot, dot, dot. It's, uh, it only says dot, 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 actually, because it's it's running out of space on my little mixing desk, actually, thing. That's really, really embarrassing. It actually is called If I Hear You Talk Apostrophes Again. I knew I, I, knew I should have had more sleep. Again, 
Um, and when I call them that, I obviously call them the sons or sons because the S at the end of sons is in brackets, um, which is rather cheeky. Uh, but they, um, they had a brilliant album out last year on Olive Grove Records, um, which I played to death, I think. And uh, that's their new single. It's actually not their new single. It's the first track, I think, off their new EP, which comes out on the 7th of May. I know that's ages away, but... Uh, and what normally happens, it's on Olive Grove Records, did I say that already? Which is run by Lloyd and uh, from uh, Pinko's blog and uh, Helena from Glasgow Podcast. And normally what happens is that Lloyd uh, sends me a sort of EP when it's going to come out through the old powers of the email. Um, but actually that one's uh, so far away from coming out um, that he hadn't sent me and it somehow managed to sort of sneak out into SoundCloud. I think the Suns put it up there themselves as a kind of cheeky little spoiler. Anyway, it says it does say on here that... Um, I'm looking at the SoundCloud page, which is at soundcloud.com slash the-sun-s. There'll be links as ever on edinburghman.com. It says these songs were sung and recorded in an old, empty, echoey flat in Edinburgh, away from home, stuck in the dark middle of winter. It was the coldest winter there for more than 50 years. Temperatures fell to minus 14. It was colder at night, colder still at home. Snow fell, snow fell, and trains stopped. I I actually, I remember... um, it must have been right about the time when they were recording that. I did get an email from the Suns uh, giving me a link to... It was a track that I think was then going to be on their album, which was my first contact with the Suns. Um, and it must have been, like I say, that kind of rings a bell that they were stuck, stranded in Edinburgh, stuck in the snow. Um, so that must have been... Oh, that's quite interesting. That must have been when they sent me, when they recorded that, was when they sent me that email. I, that's, that's trivia that means nothing to you because it only is relevant to the fact that I read that email and I'm kind of remembering it in my head. On the Twitter... Oh, I knew I should get more sleep before I do this podcast. On the Twitter, uh, the Steve71 says, uh, I like this a lot in reference to the songs, but he's cheekily put a, an S in after the, this. That doesn't really make sense, Steve, because THI isn't a word on its own. Uh, Elva Session says, We've got a brand new shiny mixtape already to upload to Mixcloud, but the server's being bad. Go listen to Edinburgh Man instead. That's very nice of you. Uh, but the fact that Mixcloud's server is being bad is rather depressing because that means I'm going to have to be spending ages to upload this damn thing after the podcast finished. I may actually not upload it straight away. I have been having some grief with the website uh, and also I've had to change normally I use a website called Mixler to do the uh, live broadcast they kind of changed the website today for Mixler and uh, I don't know whether it was anything to do with that or is the fact that my website edinburghman.com was playing up but uh, the live stream thing wasn't working at all so I had to hastily put together a replacement live stream so this is going out through some sort of Amazon cloudy thing which means that um, how much it costs depends on how many people listen. So if in the unfortunate event that lots of people listen, I might end up being very poor tomorrow. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think there'll be hundreds and hundreds of people listening, but that would be terrifying for my credit card uh, if it was. And uh, Ragbone Hair says it sounds a very nice, great voice, and it also approves of punctua- punctuations and name titles. Yes, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm just going to play some music because, like I say... I am rather wiped, and uh, I'm going to can- carry on talking much more rubbish if I don't play music. This is uh, this, this is trog trogons, T R O G O N S. This is trogons and forge. 
Trogon spelled T-R-O-G-O-N-S, which is almost certainly not how you pronounce it. But there you go, that's kind of how I pronounce it, um, which is probably not the way you really want. Anyway, that's uh, from an EP, it's uh, from a four-track tape EP uh, called Live at the Planetarium, um, and uh, there's only 100 copies of that, and it's out on uh, Soft Power Records, uh, which is actually, uh, they have a record shop that's called Soft Power Vinyl, but obviously that's on cassette. I think it's they're based in Livingston, but I may be entirely wrong about that. Um, and somebody says, Gordon uh, McSee uh, on the old uh, Twitter says, what's the relevance to the Is My Jam tweets? So there's a website, it's a new social networking thing that the young kids are doing uh, where you can uh, tag a song as being your jam, which lasts for up to a week. Uh, and uh, there, that's about it really. And then you post a link to sort of social networking websites. Anyway, so you sort of choose the one that you're currently listening to. And the one that I'm currently listening to, there's my current jam, was that Sun's track. But uh, that one might replace it, actually. That's forged, like I say, by Trogons, and it's on a, on a four-track EP, a cassette, which you can... Uh, it came out... This is rather embarrassing, right? So I'm going to have to admit something here. I have a thing on my website, on edinburghman.com, where you can, uh, people could, if they wish to, uh, submit music. Uh, for consideration to play in the podcast and uh, it's done through SoundCloud and somehow I've managed to sort of mute my SoundCloud alerts that come through to my email so since the start of the year I've not been receiving any SoundCloud alerts I did kind of maybe think it was a little bit unusual but I just kind of put it down to the fact it was the start of the year and not many things were coming out but uh, unfortunately what had happened is that I did in fact get loads and loads of uh, emails or messages through SoundCloud with tracks including that one from uh, Soft Power Records, so rather embarrassingly, it did come out a while ago. It's actually, it's only, I could probably go away with it actually, but I've got and told you now. It came out on the 29th of February, uh, it's on cassette, there's only 100 copies, you can buy it from Rough Trade, or from uh, the Soft Power Vinyl Shop, or from uh, Monorail in Glasgow, I think. There's links, there will be links, uh, once the blog works, at edinburghman.com. I will say it's, it's softpowerrecords.tumblr.com. Uh, which is a Soft Power Records website. Anyway, it's 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 a great EP. Uh, at least the tracks, the two tracks I've heard, I think the two tracks I've heard are great. And uh, yeah, so there is, embarrassingly, there was about 50 tracks or something on SoundCloud. So uh, I did spend the last, it was quite good though, that I could have a couple of days listening to the music that had been submitted to SoundCloud, but rather embarrassingly because at least one of the tracks um, asked if I was going to go along to the gig that was, I don't know, about a month and a half ago, which obviously I missed which was somewhat embarrassing. Uh, but so we'll have, let's see, I'm having a look. Yeah, oops, sorry, I hit my headphones there. I'm having a look here. There's, there's two tracks from that sort of backlog of SoundCloudy things. I do have a massive backlog of stuff as well. It's rather embarrassing. Um, but anyway, this is another EP, another album that just came out, actually, from a band I've played on the podcast before. They're called Birds Are Indie, and they're from Portugal. The album is called How Music Fits Our Silence, and this is I Will See It In Your Face. Together 
in the same space I will say it in your face If only I could tell you this If only I could steal you a kiss Tell me if Sunday means now Because I'm not seeing it somehow How? And I will say it in your face, and that's from the album How Music Fits Our Silence. It's a great album. You can get it from birdsareindy.bandcamp.com. Uh, and it's only five euros for the old digital version. And then there's a nine euro uh, digipack thing, which looks quite cool. It's got sort of all folded folded these things and artworky stuff. Uh, it looks fantastic. Uh, and it's out on. Uh, it's, it's actually not on CD yet. No, it is actually. It is already March, isn't it? Is March? Yes, it's the 8th of March. Yeah, it came out on the 1st of March on Murmurio Records, which again is almost certainly how you don't pronounce it. So massive thanks uh, to Geronimo and Joanna for letting me, from Who Are Birds Are In for letting me play that on the podcast. I really enjoy them. Uh, their previous uh, stuff, I think that they'd, uh, I discovered them, I think, because it was either a free download on Bandcamp, being a bit of a cheapy, or it was a Creative Commonsy thing. That was kind of how I stumbled across them. Uh, and I played them quite a while ago, so I was quite excited when I saw. I, you know how when you sort of have to download stuff from Bandcamp, sometimes you have to put in emails, um, and now you think, what am I going to get when I type in this email? But I did get an email that told me that that album had come out, so I guess there's always uh, there's something good from that. And anyway, I was somewhat concerned about playing that track on the podcast because it did feature a kazoo solo. Although someone did remind me on Twitter when I said earlier on in the week I was considering playing uh, a track with a kazoo solo, solo that, of course. Um, a uh, new face and held by the fall had lots of kazoo in it, so uh, yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Anyway, it's gone really done really well. iTunes says yeah with a kazoo. Uh, Grapey says I'll risk saying that I really like this. Uh, Ragbone here says kazoo solo, everything is better with kazoo. Uh, and then uh, Grapey then says bring back the kazoo. Uh, that's our kind of going, taking a horrible turn there. Anyway, uh, and, and Steve71 likes it as well. Uh, and also, this is not relevant to that track, but Soft Power Vinyl says uh, the uh, Trogons EP is also available as a free download. If you go to softpowerrecords.bandcamp.com and you can't really say fairer than that. So yesterday I had to get the train down to London, like I said, and uh, that's kind of why I'm a bit shattered. It was a sort of four-hour journey down and, I don't know, 
four and a half back or something crazy like that. Um, so that was kind of, uh, it was hard going a little bit. But the alternative, which is is getting the plane, has got the irritation of having to get another train at the end before you get to the airport and all sorts of stuff and a lot more standing around. So at least the train, you can just sort of sit down and uh, and not do anything. But uh, the train always used to be at 550 Uh was the train and it kind of uh, they a few months ago they changed it to five forty, uh, so uh, I was meeting my colleague to go down to London and he for some bizarre reason thought that the train was still at five fifty, so there was a hilarious sight, hilarious for me probably a hilarious sight as the train slowly drew out of the station as I saw his forlorn looking face on the platform as we shot off down to London um, or I shot off down to London and whatever how many other people were on the pl- on the train so that was moderately amusing start of the day. No matter, there was another train that left eight minutes later. Uh, unfortunately, that took another hour to get into London. So I'm sure he enjoyed that. But so that was so it was a moderately amusing. At least I only had the short train journey rather than the sort of long train journey, which was, uh, I guess, would have probably been slightly annoying. But uh, anyway, I digress. I should play some more music because, like I said, I am quite sleepy and I will just ramble and ramble if I don't play music. I played uh, a track by Field Trip, who are from Melbourne on the podcast before it's from an EP called Cream and uh, what I tend to do when I find an EP I really like is uh, batter you over the head with as many tracks as possible until you're sick of them this is Sleeve of the Skin by Field Trip
field trip and from an EP called Cream. Uh, it's called Sleeve of the Skin. Uh, you can get it if you go to fieldtrip.bandcamp, no, sorry, uh, fieldtripmusic.com uh, slash album slash cream EP. It's kind of on Bandcamp, but it goes through their own website and it's a free download. It's not even a name your own price or whatever. It's actually entirely free. And like I say, they're from Melbourne. There is a risk. Uh, sometime in the next, I, I guess, sort of uh, summer-type time that uh, that I may be going to Melbourne. Uh, I've never really travelled as far as that. I think the furthest away I've travelled is maybe Hawaii. Is that, That's probably about the furthest away I've travelled, um, which is quite far, it has to be said, but uh, Melbourne does sound a little bit terrifyingly far away. Um, I mean, I don't mind flying. It's just so irritatingly long. Um, but uh, there is a conference every year that um, both Dr Nick and I go to normally, which is an animation conference, and this year, for some bizarre reason, it's normally a kind of, um, well, it was once in Edinburgh, which was obviously, I could get the number 27 bus to the conference, which was very, very useful, but uh, yeah, last year, where was it last year? Was it Atlanta last year, or was that the year before? I can't quite remember, but anyway, this, no, it was Greece, that wasn't it? Yeah, I did the podcast from Athens, with the view of the uh, Acropolis in the background and stuff like that, not that you could see the, the Acropolis, but I, I took a photograph, so you could sort of picture it. Um, yeah, so that was quite good. I recorded that podcast on my iPhone. So I'd, maybe I'll do something similar this year, although uh, I, I suspect what I'll probably be doing will be a tag team of babysitting. I have, uh, I've got my, my business partner. He uh, lives in, or his, his wife is from um, Australia, so they go over quite a lot. And he's assured me that babies tend to be quite portable when they're about six months old. So it's actually probably going to be fine. But uh, there is a kind of terrifying prospect about going over with a six-month baby to the other side of the world and a sort of seven-hour and then a 14-hour flight. Anyway, I, yeah, the upshot of that is that I may be in Melbourne. I don't, I don't know if I'll manage to squeeze in seeing a gig or two, but I hope it might coincide with the gig by Field Trip. That would be quite exciting. The album, uh, the EP, I really enjoy anyway. Like I say, you can get it from fieldtripmusic.com. You may not. And like I say, I do kind of batter. When I find something I like, I kind of batter it over your head until uh, until I've played all the tracks rather than anything else. So either you'll like it or in the next few months I'll have played all the tracks and then I won't be playing anymore. I'm uh, also going to play another track by a band that uh, a release that I really like. It's on Bleeding Gold Records. It's called Port Sunlight and it's from Tear Talk. Last time I played a track by Tear Talk I did get quite a positive response at least from uh, Stu Lewis from the Tidal Wave of Indifference who normally does moan at the music that I play but he did like that one. This is Sleepwalking by Tear Talk. The 
Talk and sleepwalking, and that's from the EP uh, Port Sunlight, which is on Bleeding Gold Records. You can get it if you go to bleedinggoldrecords.bandcamp.com. It's four of your US dollars. And uh, despite the fact they're from Liverpool, um, the Bleeding Gold is from San Diego, so I don't quite know how that works. Uh, and on the Twitter, um, well, I've gone too many people have tweeted at me. It's gone off the top, gone off the bottom. iTunes says that uh, I bought Tear Talk the other day after you played them before. The system works. That's exactly what um, I said the other day when. Uh, I played last week in the podcast, the last track I played was from Dad Rocks. It's a brilliant album. 
Uh, but it's I also like it because it's the only album that I've got that's got a Creative Commons logo on it, which uh, fulfills both the the vinyl nerd and the uh, and the open source nerd in me. Um, but after I, I played it, um, Dad Rocks tweeted at me to say thanks for playing it, and then he said that he'd noticed on his Bandcamp that someone from Edinburgh had bought the album after I played it, which was quite cool. Uh, and so uh, yeah, iTunes has bought the uh, Tear Talk one, so at least two albums have been purchased as a result of this podcast. So. I suppose that's not bad for two years or whatever of doing it. The two things have been bought. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and also, Ragbone Hess has really like the percussion. I uh, assume it's them just hitting drumsticks together. I don't know how music works. I have no idea. I just play. I just I just like music and I play it. But uh, I have absolutely no idea about the creation of music. That whole thing sounds quite terrifying. Uh, anyway, we've got two more tracks to go on the podcast, and they're both tracks from my SoundCloud backlog. Uh, and I did say that there was a gig that uh, that I could have gone to, but I forgot about, or I rather I didn't know about because I hadn't checked. Uh, my uh, my SoundCloud inbox from a band uh, who are from Edinburgh who I'm not familiar with called Jovanovic uh, and it says uh, which may just be one guy called Tom Irvine because that's what it says underneath the uh, Jovanovic on the, the SoundCloud website uh, but I really like this track and they played a gig with uh, with Fieldmouse who um, I saw the Jerry Loves Wreckers Christmas party I think I think that's where it's so anyway I really like this track uh, and it's slightly disappointing to find out that the gig was I don't know at the end of January and it's now March uh, but this is Bubble Wrap by Yovanovic at least it will be maybe Thank you. 
bubble wrap. Sorry, bubble wrap by Ivanovic. And uh, at least one person likes it. Great P on the Twitter says he's loving that track. Um, so that's it. Thank you very much for listening to what was it? What did we say it was? Podcast number eighty six. That sounds about right. I think I might stop doing these numbers. They're getting really irritating. What I think I might do is we'll get all the way to ninety nine, and then we won't do a hundred. We'll just kind of change it something else. I'm kind of getting bored of numbering. I mean, what is it? the number doesn't really mean anything anyway, does it? Uh, anyway, I will say before I go, uh, I'm kind of reminded by a lot of tweets that are popping up on the Twitter that tomorrow um, Edinburgh Council have got a, uh, I think they've got a council meeting about the arts tax. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to www.facebook.com slash scrap arts tax. There is a petition there that you can sign uh, to uh, support the scrapping of the public entertainment licence fees. It's some sort of ridiculous thing, and I think it kind of shows how out of touch governments are. I'm sure it was designed to sort of combat raves. I didn't know if he even had raves anymore. It sounds like something that, that was surely like 20 years ago. Anyway, the idea is that free events, free arts events, are uh, taxed, or at least, um, if not, if they don't have to pay a fee, then they have to at least uh, register and go through some onerous uh, sort of uh, bureau- bureaucratic process before they can uh, before they can take place. And this is even things like sort of in stores at record shops, or even book readings in bookshops. It's absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, it looks like fingers crossed. Um, that there might be some sort of concession, at least to suggest here that sort of uh, audiences of less than 200 people won't be affected uh, by this uh, this ridiculous scheme. But if uh, uh, even so, it sounds, it's just nonsense. If you go to facebook.com slash scrap arts tax, I'm obviously not describing it very well, but have a read of that website and also please sign the petition. And like I say, Edinburgh's council meeting is tomorrow, which is Friday, and fingers crossed they will do a sensible thing and uh, and scrap the tax because it sounds utterly ridiculous. I mean, there's so many free uh, events in Edinburgh in terms of music and uh, and other cultural things, and especially the music scene thrives on the fact that so many people are just so keen to put on sort of free events. Uh, and things like the, I guess, like the Detour Festival, uh, they did the sort of uh, Detour's Wee Jaunt, that sort of thing wouldn't be possible, I imagine, under the arts tax. Anyway... I've kind of got it off on a little bit of a tangent. If you want to get more information, actually, you're probably best to listen to Song by Toad's uh, podcast from a couple of weeks ago when he does rant about it. Uh, on the today's podcast, you kind of heard me in a rather sleep-deprived state, as always, as is kind of the way it goes nowadays. Uh, is uh, I played Luscious Jackson and Are You Ready? And that's from their upcoming album, which I'm really excited. Uh, and you can download that track for free, actually. I think if you just like them on Facebook, I know people object to having to like people on Facebook, but it's Luscious Jackson, for God's sake. you got to like him. Uh, and you can get that for free. And then I played The Sons uh, from the upcoming EP, Leviathan. It comes out in May, but I will play another track round about the time where it comes out, just to remind you in case you forgot. And the track was called If I Hear You Talk, Apostrophes Again. And then I played the Trogons, or Trogons, uh, and Forge, and that's from the Life at the Planetarium tape. And that's on uh, Soft Power uh, Soft Power Records. Is it on Soft Power Records, even though it's a tape? Can it still be on a records? If it, uh. Then I played Birds Are Indie. And I will see it in your face. And that's from the, a little tweet. It's just covered the name of the track. Uh, it's from the album How Music Fits Our Silence. And I, then I played a Field Trip and Sleeve of the Skin. And that's from the Cream EP. Then I played Tear Talk from the EP Port Sunlight. Uh, and I played Sleepwalking. And that track there was Uranovic and Bubble Rap. And I've only got one more track to play in the podcast. And it's a track that's been sitting in my SoundCloud inbox. And actually from an album that I've been meaning to listen to for ages. And I think the reason why I've been li- the when I decided I was going to listen to it was I think I read a Pinko uh, review of it where he said that he'd been meaning to listen to it for ages. It's Will Hansen, and the track is called Deathbed. Sorry, Deathbed Conversation. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. See you next time.